Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone, and this is episode number 81 of Jackson Talks, everybody. And this episode is just a solo episode with me, Jackson Stone. I encourage you to listen to some of the previous episodes we've dropped in 2022, including the return of Wheeler Yuda, the return of Sam Pack, a solo episode I did on goals, intentions, and resolutions heading into the new year or in the new year, which we are currently in. And then episode 80 was with Graham the Guide, a really brilliant conversation there about mental performance coaching, mindset, skills, um, purpose, and meaning, all of the really core values that we talk here about uh, at Jackson Talks, everybody. But this episode is again number 81. If you're new to the podcast, we drop an episode every single Tuesday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single episode is available on YouTube and at Jackson Talks everybody.com. And so um, I want to get right into into the meat and bones of this episode. And it's one that I'm I'm, I'm kind of nervous <clears throat> about. And so I come on here a lot and I talk about mental health and I talk about compassion and living authentically and aiming at something and living a life of meaning and responsibility. And I talk about checking in with yourself and and really asking the question of how are you to ourselves and to others. And that requires uh, courageous vulnerability. It requires a sense of internal knowing um, about who you are and what you are about. And so if I ask people in my life, clients, friends, family, any of that to share and be open and be vulnerable and work through their stuff. I have to do the same. I do that in my personal life. I have my own coach. I work with people. I'm in a support group. I do all the things that I tell other people to do, but a lot of that stuff isn't seen on the podcast or on social or wherever you might follow me. I do share a lot about my personal journey, how I got here, what has been my why for coming on this journey and being where I'm at today, doing the things that I'm doing. But I also today want to to share uh, kind of a different side of a personal journey that I've been on, which has also landed me in, in a really beautiful spot that I'm in, in a beautiful relationship, um, in an intimate way with with the person I have in my life. And so... I'm going to circle back a little bit to where kind of this story started. Um, But as a kind of a disclaimer for this episode, I know I have some listeners and some viewers that are younger. This episode is, um, um, what's the word? Well, there's some heavy content here on this episode. So I would encourage you maybe to reach out to me before you watch this episode or when you get to this part, reach out to me, see what you're feeling. Um, And then I can give you kind of the context more of the episode so you're not surprised or shocked or or triggered or or the information is um, too uh, mature for you at this time in your life. Or you can talk to your parents who may also watch these episodes and we can have that dialogue. I just want to make sure that these episodes are for you. They resonate for you um, and they don't cause any additional issues or anything like that. So I just want to say that before I start to really dive in into the 
content of this episode, which I have no idea how long this will take. Could be a 10 minute episode, could be two and a half hours. So stick with me. I guarantee you there are some nuggets of wisdom that will relate to you. This, as a, you know, as a male, I think this will relate mostly to the boys and the males and the dudes who listen to this, who are, I guarantee you are going through some of the same things that I dealt with through my journey into where I am at today. So let me take you back to December or late uh, in the year of 2020. Okay. I was a single man living here in Plano, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and I had a few um, sexual encounters with a few women that ended in a way that I'm, I'm, that I'm not proud of. At the end of our experience, a couple women said to me that I, was, I wasn't present, where was I? It looked like I wasn't enjoying what was happening. And that wasn't the case. Of course, I was enjoying what was happening. Sex is a really magical and intimate experience and should be treated as such, very much so. And so to get those questions after such an such a intimate and magical experience um, really made me question and ponder and contemplate where I was at in my life. And because getting asked those questions honestly made me feel awful, made me feel like a piece of garbage, and, and in some way made me feel like I was using the women that I was seeing, which absolutely was not the case, but that's how it came off. And I think the questions they asked were extremely valid and real, and they should definitely have asked them because they have a right to know if they're feeling some sort of way they have, they should absolutely be able to express that feeling and emotion with a partner that they're sharing this intimate experience with. And so I can't, I happened once, happened twice. And I deeply thought about it. I thought about my life. I thought about if I want to be in a relationship, if I want to be single, like where do I want my life to be in two to three years? Do I want to be still doing the same things relationship-wise or I want, do I want something deeper, something more meaningful, something more impactful, something more lifelong and life-altering? And so I thought about that for a few weeks, a few months. I wrote, I journaled, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and podcasts about people who went on the same journey and kind of dealt through the same things. That's the beauty of of social media and podcasts and YouTube where people are expressing these very personable, personal and vulnerable stories and we can take their knowledge and their experience and implement it into our own life. It's what I, excuse me, one of my goals I have for this podcast, exactly why I'm sharing this story. So if you're a viewer and a listener, maybe this will the same way that those podcasts help me, this can help you. So then I took a deep dive in some of that information along with other, the other information I was, I was digesting and reading and implementing into my own life. I looked at some of this stuff and so I decided on December 8th of 2020 that I was going to do one year, 365 days of celibacy. So that included no porn, um, no masturbation, and no sex. 
That was what I wanted to do. Originally, without it being very well thought out, as it was later on in the journey, I just wanted to do 365 days to see that I could do it, to see that I could commit to it, and to open myself up to a beautiful, committed relationship. That wasn't really the end goal when I started. It was just 365 days. And so we bring it to the new year of 2021. I'm kind of a month in. I really, at the start, I took it a day at a time. It was very challenging. I took it a day at a time. And then it became a month at a time, right? And then I got to kind of February, March, April, those three months of 2021. And I was thinking to myself, well, what if I do go 365 days? Am I just going to go back on these apps or back into a bar or wherever the case may be and find a beautiful woman and the, the same instance will happen that caused these chain of events. And so I thought more to myself, again, where do I want to be in two to three and four to five years? What do I want my life to look like? Do I want to be sharing my life with a partner intimately and deeply? <clears throat> and so I readjusted the 365 days to really thinking about the end goal of this experience. And so then it turned out to be, okay, it's really not about one year or 365 days, but more about creating space and room in my life and having a full intention of being in a committed relationship so that I have enough room and space in my life to be in that relationship and I'm in the right state of mind. I have my things in order and I know what I want when I see or meet or go on dates with a woman. And so around May, I decided to get on some dating apps. Dating apps um, are very interesting, but I think we can get around some of the uh, negative connotations of dating apps by being very intentional with how we use those apps. Intentionality is very important in anything because excess of a lot of these things or excess of anything it has the potential to be bad. And so having the intentionality when you go in of how you want to use it, when you want to use it, and what's your goal behind using it is very, very important, especially when it comes to apps. And so my goal with getting on these very select few apps, which I paid for, was to was to end up being in a really special, hopefully long-term relationship. Now, I don't want to think too far in advance, right? I wasn't going on these dates trying to select my wife because that's that'll kind of... <clears throat> what's the word? It won't put me in the, my, the right frame of mind to be present in the situation that I'm in and really digest the information that that person is telling me so I can clue in on getting to know them, understanding their values, understanding if they mesh with my values, how we want to live our lives, if I'm thinking totally, totally end. But I did have an intention of when I got back on these apps to, to meet women or meet, and, and, and it was really about one person at a time. That was something that um, I didn't do before. And so going in with this intention was to see where these dates went one person at a time, fully committing to each date at a time so I could really get to know someone and how they could mesh well in my life, how I mesh with their lives, where our values aligned. I could show up authentically. I could share my true self. I could share my story. Um, 
<clears throat> because going on repetitive dates and trying to be authentic and sharing your story all the time can be very exhausting. And so I wanted to be very intentional and purposeful with those movements to allow something great to come into my life. And so I was still no sex, no porn, no masturbation to create space in my life for those relationships to happen. And what ended up happening was something I didn't expect to happen, but really needed to happen is that I met a a woman on one of these apps in May of 2021. And the best part about that was when we matched, we connected instantly. She was living in another state. And so the only option that we had was to connect emotionally, was to share ourselves emotionally, whether that be phone calls, video chats, texting, finding ways to connect over the phone without physically being next to each other. So that it eliminated any physical aspects that we could have. So it allowed me to continue doing what I wanted to do, but still emotionally dive into someone and get to know them at a really, really, really strong level. And one of the tools we used uh, was playing the game We're Not Really Strangers, which is an amazing game that everyone should do with everyone in their life, friends, family. It's a really strong game to really get to know someone. It's very deep. There's a lot of questions. There's expansion packs. And we used a lot of those to, to get to know each other while we were living in separate states. And eventually she moved here in July. And because of what we did, because of how we did it, because it just ended up working out like that. I didn't plan to match with someone who was in another state, so we had to spend two months getting to know each other over the phone and things like that. But because I think the universe works in very magical ways, that since I had this thing that I wanted to do, the thing that I was trying to do with the 365 days, but really that turned into just trying to open myself up to something real and meaningful and connected, that it just worked out. It happened to end up the way that it ended up. And then July, she moves here to uh, Dallas and we just start, we cultivated a, a beautiful relationship. We're now here in January. Today's January 11th, 2022. We are in a very strong, committed relationship. The things that I wanted to accomplish, I did. The things that I set out to do at the very beginning got altered and changed and adjusted to what I actually wanted, which was this. But making the decision of doing the 365 days led me to something strong and emotionally stable, which allowed for the physical aspects of the relationship to be enhanced even deeper because we were connected. We were in a bond. We had a strong communion, uh, getting to know the values that someone's holding uh, and how they mesh with your values is incredibly, incredibly powerful. So that's kind of the story about how I ended up here, having a girlfriend, having a partner, being in a relationship, because of some of the circumstances that I put myself in when I was single, getting asked some very deep and personal questions by people that I was with, and then being self-aware enough to look at those questions and not disregard them, but knowing that I was feeling like shit because of those questions, what I could do in my life to change that so it never happened again, and then thinking bigger picture of where I wanted my life to be at 
in three to five years. And so then I created space and did this thing, went on this journey about all this sex and masturbation and porn to allow me to end up here. And so I'm not saying that if you do this, you will have the same end result. Absolutely not. I have no control over that and neither do you. But you can absolutely put yourself in the right position to get what you want if you know what you want. So that takes first an honest, honest look at your life. Do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be single? Are you focused on yourself, your growth, your development? What does that look like? What are you actually focusing on to develop? Are you working on some things that may have been issues in past relationships so you don't bring them into the, into the next relationships? Do you want to be in a committed relationship? And if so, what does that look like? Are you ready for that? Are you willing for that? Are you willing to take on that commitment? Are you willing to do that? So you have to first then figure out what you want exactly so that your intentions are pure and real and there and you put them out on the table so the other person is very well aware of your intentions as well because communication is a must and you have to be proactive about these things. You have to put your first things first in terms of just the relationship box of your life, right? There's many other boxes and domains that we can look at, but if we're gonna first focus on this relationship box, where do you wanna be? How do you see your life being and going? Where do you wanna live? Do you wanna have children? Is religion or faith something that's important to you? These things have to be hashed out before you bring someone else into your life and expect a strong communion and commitment and to live harmoniously with that person. And so, that's what I have to say about that. And so I went on this journey because of things, again, that happened in my life, taking a, an introspective look at that, being aware of those things, and then reading, learning, and digesting some information about people who went on the same journey, and then implementing something that was bold, but not too bold, something that I could accomplish moment by moment, day by day, month by month, but then tweaking it and altering it and adjusting it and pivoting it, pivoting it as I went, as I discovered more about what I wanted, who, who I wanted and how I wanted to be and live. And that was really important for me. And so the next thing I want to touch on is, is pornography because eliminating that from my life has been ultimately the, one of the, the greatest things that I've ever done. And you can go on the internet and you can search for Dr. Jordan Peterson or Dr. Andrew Huberman and all of these doctors who talk about the detrimental effects of porn, especially on males. And you can t they'll tell you about the biology and the neuroscience and the psychology behind all of that and how it's really, really bad for you. You can look at that. I cannot explain those, that biology, the neuroscience behind that. I can only tell you my personal experience, but I would, I would do some of your research on that if that's an issue in your life right now. And you know it's an issue because you have this thing in the back of your head that's telling you it's an issue. You feel some sort of guilt or shame every time you do it. Okay, you need to start addressing those things because that guilt and shame is gonna build up and it's gonna lead you into having guilt and shame in your next relationship with a real person. Okay, so now we're talking about hurting real people 
unintentionally. So you have to address the things now in your life that may become detrimental to real relationships later on. So again, you can look at those people and you can search on the internet for all this really scientific backed research about the detrimental effects to porn, especially on males. So I'm talking from male experience. But for me, eliminating it full stop is what you should do. Removing it from your life. That's it. That's like I'm, I made that decision and it's completely changed me. It's, it's changed everything. It's changed the way I view and things. It's changed. It's just, it, it's hard to, uh, <clears throat> it's hard to put into words like exactly how, but if you're thinking about it, it's been something that's on your mind. Again, if you feel some sort of guilt and shame behind doing it, if it's, if you're already in a relationship and it's hurting your libido or your sex drive or your intimacy with your partner, or you're expecting something from her or him that you may have seen on the internet or other people do, then it's hurting your relationship. It's hurting your real life, intimate relationships. And that's the utmost important thing we have in this life is the connections and the intimacy we have with the people in our lives. And if we truly, truly, truly want to show up for them, for ourselves in a real, loving, kind, compassionate way, then we have to stop watching pornography immediately. And it could be an addiction. It could be an addiction like anything else, drugs, alcohol, whatever, whatever the addiction or the vice is. And so just full stop quitting it is probably really hard. It may be impossible. And it, it might be that you need to implement some of these tactics and these tools like they do for drugs and alcohol, a 12-step program, a support system, a guide, a professional to help you get off this. And there's no shame and there's no guilt behind this, right? It's highly accessible. It's very easy to get attached to it. That's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of the social media and the aspects of the internet. It's hacking your, psych your, your psyche. So it wants you to come back every single day, possibly multiple times a day. And so if you are addicted, if you kind of know that it's an issue and it's ruining some of your real life relationships, then you need to take a step back and figure out how to not do it anymore. Because you're strong enough, your willpower is strong enough to stop doing it, to completely eliminate it from your life. And again, if you need to get into a 12-step program, if you need more guides, more help, more professional help, there's resources available for that. But I'm telling you from personal experience that not watching porn anymore changed my life for the better, full stop, that's it, period. And I encourage you to take an honest, you have to take an honest look. It's not pathetic. It's not embarrassing where your life is right now. It's not. Your life is right now where it's at and that's where it is. You can get better moment by moment, day by day. You can improve your life where you're at. You can improve it. You can. And you can show up as the best version of yourself more consistently if you start, again, to take an honest look at your life. And then you reduce that big picture all the way down to the smallest increment of how you can take a step forward that you will actually take to increase the value in your life, to increase, to improve your life. Okay, so that's about what you want in a relationship, where you want your job to be, what you want your fitness and health to look like, how you want your nutrition to be. It's about porn, it's about sex, it's about relationships. You have to be conscious and intentional with all of these things because they have an effect and there's consequences of action and inaction on all of these things. And journaling 
and writing things down and taking an introspective look is that the first step of starting to understand where you are and where you might want to be and where you potentially could be because you could be exactly where you want to be because you have so much untapped potential in you that's just dormant and you're ready. You're ready to harness that power and show up as the best version of yourself. And so that's a little bit of my story starting in late 2020, leading me all the way through 2021 and landing me here now at 20 in January 11th, 2022, episode 81 of Jackson Talks, everybody sharing this story, trying to get personal and real with you because that's what this podcast is about. That's what my life is about. That's what I ask of you. So that's what I'm doing for you, modeling that behavior because if my words and my actions line up and I show up authentically, then I'm being about it. And I'm going to be about it. So I ask you to be about it in your life every single day. And that looks different. Our best looks different every single day. But if we strive to keep showing up and we strive to keep showing up as our best self, when we hit the peaks and valleys, the ups and downs, the in-betweens, things get messy, things get hard, things get weird. We have things to fall back on. We have mental health toolkits to fall back on to show up resiliently and strong and compassionately. Okay? So that's that. That's the story. If you have any further questions or you want to talk about it more deeply or you're going through this right now in your life and you've been thinking about doing the same thing I did in your life, reach out. Let's have a conversation about it. I'm more than willing to share again with you. Obviously, I'm sharing this to whoever watches it. So it could be 45 people. It could be a million hear this story. And so I'm more than willing to talk about it even further in a one-on-one conversation with you if this deeply resonates with you in your life. So thank you for listening to that story. Thank you for allowing me to share that with you. I feel really... um, I was nervous about this episode and I feel really good about sharing that. I feel like it's really a powerful story and and it's part of my journey, part of my healing journey, part of my grieving journey, part of my self-development journey, part of my mental health journey. It's part of this whole journey on showing up as the best me and, and being able to serve the greatest number of people so we can change the world together moment by moment, day by day. And again, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I don't really have anything else to say except for please support the podcast. The best way to do it is at patreon.com backslash Jackson Stone, or you can buy merch, Jackson Talks Everybody merch at jacksonstone.net. I also posted a really cool reading list on jacksontalkseverybody.com. Some of the books that have been really impactful and important in my life that have shaped and helped this journey. I mentioned a few people that I studied on this kind of sex relationships and porn journey. I urge you to go check those out too. And then take an inventory of your life and where you wanna be and where this could help you and then dive deep and take action day by day, moment by moment. And of course, please support the mental health nonprofit that I run, that I own and operate called You Are Loved. You can go to youarelovedlife.com for the story about why I started it, donations, merch, all that good stuff. Thank you for watching. 
Thank you for coming back every single Tuesday to check out this. We have a growing community here at Jackson Talks, everybody. And I'm grateful for it. I love it. Please reach out to me if you have any further questions, you want one-on-one help, or you need resources on any of the things that I talked about today. Cheers. Please take good care of yourselves and others. And much love.